folks. Hope you're going well wherever you are around the world right now. I've just finished talking to Mitchell in Alaska, who has what has been termed a suspected confirmed case of coronavirus, although unable to be properly confirmed due to the fact that they are limiting who they are testing right now. So this was quite an interesting uh, chat. One. Okay, here we are back again. I can't even remember what episode I'm up to now. I've had such an overwhelming um, response of guests to come on and chat about their little situation in their corner of the world. How are you going today? I am doing all right. Um, kind of on the up end of everything now, so feeling a little bit better. Just you will notice I can't breathe or cough a lot, so apologize so, about that in advance. <laughs> oh, no problem at all. No problem at all. And so were you confirmed as having a case or did you just suspect or have you, do you think you maybe just had the flu or what's happened? So um, I am what they call up here <coughs> suspected confirmed. Right. Um, okay. I went, I went into the doctors because I couldn't breathe. I had a fever, cough was setting in, sore throat, all the signs. Yeah. And um, at the time when I went to the doctors, they only had about 70 tests in the whole state of Alaska. And I was not in what? the high risk. Yeah. It's crazy. Even now, I think there's only like 2,000 tests in the how, state. How many people approximately in, in Alaska? Uh, I think we're got to be up to a couple million. Yeah, right. I mean, okay. we, got, we have Anchorage <laughs> and Fairbanks, which I mean, yeah. we're, we're a small population, but yeah, it, it's so ridiculous the amount. Yeah, right. But uh, so no, they didn't think you were in a high risk enough category. Is that because you hadn't been overseas or you hadn't sort of been in touch with somebody with a confirmed case or? Um, I think the biggest thing was that I do not have pre-existing medical conditions. Oh, right. And um, I really hadn't, I hadn't been overseas. I haven't been out of the state of Alaska. Yep. So they just kind of told me that I'm suspected confirmed, which is the most BS diagnosis <laughs> I can make up. Because well, to me, it tells me they're, they're artificially, they're artificially keeping the number low. Well, Yes. Yes, that that does sound um, problematic, um, <laughs> <laughs> to to <laughs> to put it mildly. So, in when when they originally only had those seventy or so tests, how long ago was that? Um, I am on day six of quarantine now, so right. about six seven days ago. Okay, but you've had a, they've had a new sort of batch come through recently. Yes. Um, a lot of like down in Southeast Alaska where it's very remote islands, the hospitals have resorted to buying their own tests from private um, suppliers over waiting for the, the government. government to fill them. Yeah. Wow. And does, does, does Alaska have many confirmed cases? How are you guys compared to sort of the rest of the States? I think last I checked, <laughs> we're up in the low twenties. Low twenties. Oh yeah, right. Okay, but you suspect but problem, it might be higher than that. <laughs> oh, it, I would be willing to bet every last thing it's higher. The yeah. problem is up here, though. Um, we have a lot of interior villages that are the native villages mm. that do not have healthcare. I mean, there's 
to go to the hospital, you have to be flown out. And if when this pandemic hits those villages, I have a feeling it's going to get really ugly because a lot of people in the villages are not there because they're young, strapping, in good health. Mm. Yes, and if if it's anything like the indigenous population here, there we, I'm I'm indigenous Australian myself though I don't live in a remote community, but a lot of there's a lot of worry here, particularly in our interior as well, that those populations are more vulnerable um, just in general, having not had as long a contact with outside the outside <coughs> world as the rest of um, the population. So um, I, we have this, a similar kind of worry here about, and so we've actually closed the borders to some of our states um, to interstate travel between those just to, to protect some of those vulnerable populations. Is the Alaskan border closed or are those are people trying to um, prevent travel between those villages or, or is there nothing? So um, officially Alaska still open for for business our borders are open but Mm -hmm. um some of the cities that are the gateways to the villages they have suspended air traffic like a dead horse Mm -hmm. where everybody goes up for the north slope Mm -hmm. Uh, the oil fields up here in alaska they have suspended all air services i got several friends that are stuck up there now because they were on their rotations working oh right they're stuck up there but there is a big um popular push here to try to get interstate travel shut down to protect the villages. And is there some particular reason why they are not doing that right now? Is it, are they worried about the economic impact or, I mean. Well, um, so that's one of the big things is Alaska, like 98% of our food is imported Mm. and um, something like, 80 something percent of all of our goods is imported in general. So I think the big concern is that economic hit because um, like our Southeast islands, they, they live off of the cruise ships and tourist industry. And a lot of my podcast is on small businesses in Alaska. And a lot of the guests I've been talking to say they don't even, because they've suspended cruise ships for 60 days and they don't know if they're even going to have a business to, open back up by the time stuff. So I think it's a little bit of caution and a little bit of just American egotism, egotistical mm-hmm. that we're America. We, we can get through anything. We can do what we want. Sure. Sure. Yep. I think um, that's not, that seems to be a bit of a Western um, in general feeling. I think we, we have a similar kind of um, attitude over here. Um, what can you let, our listeners, our dozens and dozens of listeners know um, <laughs> what your podcast is because that that sounds like something particularly the impact on the small businesses there that some people might be interested in listening to. Yeah, so my podcast is called The 49th Meal and it's all about Alaskan food and beverage makers, not so much the restaurants, but mm-hmm. the small mom and pop places that are out there hustling, opening businesses, uh, making food or beverage products that a lot of us know and enjoy, but maybe don't know everything that goes into making them. Yeah, right. That's that sounds fascinating. How did you come up with that kind of 
is that something that you work in or just something you're interested in or uh, so I've been in the kitchen for I've been a chef for about the last 10 uh -huh. years and I was working up there on the north slopes and you work seven days a week 12 hours a day um, four weeks on at a time and I started listening to podcasts and I could not find any in the food space that I liked right. so I was kind of like you know what I'm gonna branch out and start my own and do my own thing yeah. and really it kind of just blew up a lot more than I really thought it would be. Oh, that's really good. That's, that's, it's really cool when sometimes you can find a niche like that and, and manage to find your audience and they really appreciate what you're doing. That's, that's really cool. Well done. Um, so can I just ask you quickly one more um, little question before we wrap up, but, but I will check in with you again in a week or so if that's all right with you. Yeah. Um, talk me through how, quickly you kind of started to feel sick and and what your symptoms were and and at what point you sort of thought to yourself mm, I'm a bit worried and I and and went to see the the doctor yeah no um very good question so I started a couple days I, I went in on Tuesday so we'll call it the weekend before I went mm -hmm. in um kind of I've had trouble breathing for a little bit but I just figured with the pandemic, everything going on. I've been working a lot of overtime hours and stuff. So I wasn't too worried about it. And then give or take Sunday, I woke up, I had a, my throat, my lungs were just on fire and I had a <coughs> fever start developing, kind of took some Tylenol, pushed it off. I wasn't too worried about it because we hadn't had a lot of cases here at that time. Mm. I think there was one and it was from somebody flying through the state. So it wasn't too worrying. And honestly, I probably was like a lot of people wasn't taking it as serious as I should have been. Mm. Um, kind of thought it was just media overhyping everything. And then Monday, the fever really kicked in and I felt like I got hit with a shovel all over my body. Because at that point, I decided I called the nurse's hotline mm. uh, down in Anchorage. They told me just to kind of tough it out. That I since I wasn't high risk, I hadn't been out of state, not to worry about it. Tuesday, I got to where I was coughing to the point I felt like I was going to pass out. And my wife even looked at me and she goes, man, every time you cough, you sound like you're drowning. And that was when I was like, you know what? I really can't breathe. I need to go in and get checked. And um, I called the ER before I went in, let them know my symptoms and that I was coming in. And I will say, I you could tell they're overtaxed with everything going on, but they really did a great job of taking precautions and getting me seen as quick as they can. And you could tell the doctors and nurses were just as frustrated as I was that they couldn't give me a test. And for about five days, I mean, it just felt, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't get the fever to go away. And it, it's kind of the fever and symptoms that is cleared up quick as it came on but the the breathing is still an issue right now and do you mind if i ask you how old are you uh, i'm 33 you're 33 okay so this what i'm hearing from you is kind of contrary to what we're hearing around the world is that it you know tends to not really affect young people that badly but the way that you're struggling breathing and i mean <coughs> it's i i compare it to having a really crappy flu mm. and an asthma attack at the same time. 
Wow. I mean, it's not like life threatening. No, bad, I know, but, but it's it definitely it, it it kicked a lot harder than I really thought it would. To that's be what, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm kind of trying to say. <laughs> I think I think we I've been under the impression that if you're kind of under fifty or sixty, it just feels like a bit of a mild cold, but that does not sound like what you have at all. So that's really interesting to to hear for sure. Well. Um, <laughs> what have you got planned for the rest of your quarantine? Um, uh, really, um, a big thing I'm trying to do is reach out to as many small businesses here in Alaska to get them on the podcast. Usually I release one episode a week. Now I'm trying to release multiple a week just to, to let our community know that these businesses are still there. They're still open. And I am trying to, a big thing is share my story mm. to uh, about the numbers and the suspected confirm how mm-hmm. it it's endangering our community and the spread of this even more because until real numbers come out you hear 26 cases you're like i live in alaska yeah. i'm lucky if i see 26 people in a day at time yeah so it, it doesn't seem as serious as it it can be mm. and then i'm also working while i'm down is uh trying to teach other people how to start doing what we do yeah cool how to start their part their own podcast to get their own stories out there i have a feeling there'll be a a 2020 we'll see a huge (laughs) huge influx of new podcasts which personally i think is great (laughs) oh look go on sorry oh i was gonna say i i I love it i mean when i first started i i didn't think nobody would listen to it i thought maybe i could talk a few friends and family into it Mm. and now i got hundreds of listeners and it's like wow that's it's crazy. I'm just a nobody yep. that was bored. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's um, probably 50% of how podcasts started. But that's wonderful. Oh, it's really, really good to talk to you, um, Mitch. I, I, do, do you get called Mitch? Uh, either or. I, okay. I've been in the kitchen uh, long enough. I answered anything in my general <laughs> direction. Fair Half enough. of them probably aren't even allowed on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, thank you again very much. I'll um I'll message you in a week or so and see how you're feeling. And if you're up to it, we'll we'll get an update on how things are progressing in Alaska. Yeah, and you you stay safe down there. I know you guys are getting hit pretty hard by it too. So you guys stay safe and um hope to hear everything still good for you guys down there in Australia. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.